Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch a ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio.
Hello and good morning. Welcome to Hitch a Ride with Haley. It's Wednesday morning and it's a beautiful day out there. So thank you to everyone who has me on in the garden or while you're doing other things because let me tell you, today is the day to be outside. It's looking great. I don't know if it's the same where you are. Let me know in the chat room. I'm going to pop into the chat room and see who's joining us today. Uh, we have a few in already. Hello, good morning, Phil. He says, have a great show. HP has popped in to let us know that the decorators are in today so won't be able to tune in but have fun he says like you always do we sure will hp if you manage to get this on catch up as well have a great time with the decorators i hope the place is looking great uh, good morning to our very own willie brown how great to have you with us this morning willie and daniel dykmans is in the house too he says good morning everyone ah a great start to the day a great crowd to have hitchhiking with us okay so first of all i was just looking in the papers to see what the news was this week of course there's lots going on isn't there i mean especially today it takes us back to the Meghan and Harry subject as the Archbishop has said they definitely didn't get married three days before the wedding that's a little bit of controversy there and uh, also I was reading about pet names now does your partner call you Snookums, Ducky or Puppy well onby.com found that these are among the most hated nicknames ah so uh, there's a lot of nicknames going about they found out that 70% of women are saying that saying pet names to their partners or to anyone gives them the ick it made me think about how we all kind of pet name people a lot i know there was a bit of chatter on facebook a while back about people saying hun you're right hun how you doing hun this is very much local to my area and and i'm not a fan of it actually but i hear myself saying it i say hey hun how you doing don't worry about it hun <laughs> do you do that does anybody do that if you have a nickname uh let me know in the chat room if you have a nickname for your partner for your children for your friends <laughs> for the gardener you know let me know in the chat room let me know we're talking pet names to start off our day we're going to go on some travels later today but while we're thinking about all these names that you could actually call people we're going to have a bit of shattered dreams because this is the overtones singing when you say my name when you say my name say my name say my name say my oh, when you say my name say my name say my name say my oh, when you say my name it's just as it seems i'm the cat that got the cream i wonder when i'm gonna wake from this dream Ten out of ten And every man that ever met ya Knows how lucky I am I'm sitting here on cloud nine There's nothing here but clear blue sky There's no thunder near That sound you hear That's just the sound of the breaking of hearts Shattered dreams now falling apart The sound of To you, I know that there ain't no second place. No one believes that the story of a fool like me couldn't have indeed. But you're sitting here on cloud nine, the same blue sky as my blue sky. Small clouds above disappear, so that sound you hear, that's just a sound. 
I get a feeling, get a feeling, get a feeling that the hearts go boom. Oh, when you say my name. <laughs> say my name, that was the overtones. And good morning, Dawn Sherlock, who's just come in the chat room. Welcome, welcome. I need all your comments in the chat room. I was just asking about if you have any pet names. We were talking pet names first off today. Uh, I have had an inbox of one saying that pumpkin. Pumpkin was the one that their parents always used for them and now they find they do it to other people. We were talking about honey and hun being one. Um, maybe there's others. Darling, do you use darling anyone? Or sweetie? Sweetie is one I find myself using quite a lot. Do you have a nickname that you tend to use for anyone uh, in particular? Let me know in the chat room. I'm going to move on. If you want to add any comments, please do. But I'm just talking about as well music. I found a little music fact on my travels this week as well before we start our travels. And uh, this was one I found quite interesting because it incorporates, we've been talking about the UK and the history here, and it incorporates a little bit of Shakespeare in it because originally written for A Midsummer Night's Dream was Mendelssohn's Wedding March. You know, the Wedding March, the very famous Wedding March, um, it wasn't w w written to be a traditional Wedding March. It was written for a play. For a Midsummer Night's Dream and it was played for the first time on the 25th of January 1858 and you know what the occasion was it was the wedding of Queen Victoria's daughter Princess Victoria to Frederick the Crown Prince of Prussia it has since become a favorite and uh, that along with uh, Wagner's you know here comes the bride which is quite popular too um, very interesting fact and it shows kind of how people lead the way of course I have kept or continue to bring up the topic of the royal influence at the moment. Everyone's talking Meghan and Harry, aren't they? And uh, this seemed like an appropriate fact, as the secret wedding that we heard happened three days before apparently didn't happen. It's very much so up for speculation. Do we think they got married? The Archbishop is saying no. But certainly, trends for things that the royal do, royals do, do continue through what we do ourselves, uh, because this happened with this particular track. It was Queen, Queen Victoria's daughter, Princess Vicky, who did this, and for, for what, two centuries, the wedding march has been popular at weddings. Crazy, crazy um, how fast it's gone. Two centuries, a century, sorry. Uh, work out my timing on this one. <laughs> so, uh, very interesting fact. We've been talking pet names. We're just having a bit of chatter before we go on our travels. First of all, today, we always go straight off to exciting places, but I want to talk about packing our cases. I did mention that I would help you pack your cases today, and we don't know where we're heading to. I mean, in this climate, are we going abroad? Are we staying in the UK? Are we staying in our own country? If you're from Europe, will you be coming outside of your own country into any other countries? Well, I want to help you create a packing list of all the essentials that you'll need wherever you're traveling to, wherever that may be. So we're going to have a little look at that in just a second. But while we were talking about the wedding march, we're going to have a little of Rock and Roll Bride. Here we go.
little bit of Dean Brothers there for you. Do you remember that one? I'm just checking in the chat room. We've got more joining us this morning. Hello and good morning, Antoinette. Good morning, Haley, and all listening. And yay for a sunny day today. I love that. Sunshine everywhere. And Stephen Young, welcome. Stephen says, morning, Haley. I've been listening from work in Nottingham. I still love rock and roll bride. Ah, it is a classic, isn't it? I thought wedding. I thought rock and roll bride. Is there any other type of bride? Who knows? Uh, we are off hitchhiking today and I normally straight away take you to new and exciting places but today I thought more about what we would need to go away. Now what's on my mind this week is the fact that we could be going anywhere or we could not be going anywhere within the next year. All these rules are chopping and changing aren't they? In every country, not just here for me in the UK but in Europe, in America. Uh, do you know if you will be travelling anywhere? We make these plans, we hope, we can only hope. But what do we need now suitcase and uh, what could we use if we were going home or abroad? What are the essentials? Now I would love to know if you have any packing tips or if you have anything that you must take abroad. I've spoken about it before that when I go on dance weekends now, uh, I always have a kind of semi-packed case. The other year, back when things were normal, I used to be away a couple of times a month, so there was no point unpacking my makeup bag, my cosmetic bag. Uh, they were just all there ready to go. I just had to put in some new clean clothes. And I was thinking about all the different places I would like to visit. And you know, sometimes I've been caught short. Has anyone found this, that you've gone somewhere and actually you're going to end up on a hike or on a walk somewhere and you haven't got the right shoes or the right jacket or maybe you go somewhere and you don't expect to dance and you get there and you don't have any dance shoes but you want to dance crazy well I'm looking at what I want to pack in my suitcase and I'd love your suggestions in the chat room if you want to add to them the perfect buy for me, first of all, would be a pair of lightweight trainers. And I found this perfect buy in monsoon trainers. They're called monsoon trainers and they're practically four shoes in one. They're made from recycled plastic bottles. They combine the quick drying benefits of an aqua shoe, the comfort of a walking shoe, the sole of a hiking boot and the casual look of something to wear around town and you may be able to get away with just one pair of shoes for your whole trip so look these up guys these are called monsoon trainers um, and even if you normally favor the Imelda Marcos approach you can get away with them with a lot of outfits uh, they'll set you back about 78 quid but they're well worth it and of course, talking about going out and being able to go anywhere, multifunctional is the way to go. Number two, my item to pack would be a multifunctional jacket. In fact, there's lots of these around. You can look for ski manufacturers. They tend to do a lot of jackets that what you want is something that will keep you warm when it's cold and cool in the sun. Um, there's also a German uh, company called Moberg. Um, we have a lot of their gear in the house. Really, really cool stuff. Um, and you can get something called the Petersham track jacket, which is perfect for winter warm. It has kind of reflective stripes, which can keep you visible at night. It's got kind of this nostalgic 80s look. So take a jacket like this. It's worth investing in one of these jackets that will keep you warm when it's cold and cool when it's hot. Uh, they can set you back about 150 quid. But hey, if you can wear it for every trip, isn't it worth it? Number three on my list would be a hand presso coffee pump. Now, hands up if you're a coffee drinker. Hands up if you can't go a morning without your coffee. I'm afraid I'm one of those people now. I just love my caffeine in the morning. But you never have to go without quality caffeine again without 
a quite literally handy pump. Yeah, it sounds a bit a bit different, a pump, but yeah, a handy pump, because when you're far from home, finding a favorite coffee can prove quite expensive, right? Uh, sometimes downright impossible. Sometimes the best solution is to take it with you. So uh, there's an ingenious device that I found that uses no electricity and works with the coffee pods that you can use or ground coffee. You can pump it up, you can add hot water and you can let the press do the rest. You'll get a good espresso in less than a minute. It's a hand pump. You can get it from Hand Presso and it's just a fab little thing to pack in your suitcase and take with you anywhere you go. So for me, that is one of my essentials on the list. Let me know if you have any essentials that you pack. Do you take your own kettle away? I hear a lot of people do this too, especially if you go in the Norbrick Hotel. Uh, let me know what yours are, but definitely we need our coffee in the morning so that we can be wide awake. That brings me to our next dance. This is a Joe Thompson, Szymanski and Scott Blevins choreography. It's called Wakey Wakey. Yo, come on. Yo, come on. Let's do this. Blood stain our teeth sleep In the plate, crumbs are so cracked on the leash Shame on big brothers who let the crime see They surrendered and gave up that piece Hella hell homeboys with no respect My dear friends felt like an asset Africans left long since Adama They asked for help and that's a bama No digga dee, what did you make in his face? I woke up, not in the bay, I broke the rhythm Let's let's I had a dream the world was in this dress I gotta wake up, but I don't get up I knew how to handle a weapon Before knowing what love could open They say love comes out of something so hot Never knew who loved me or loved me not the sex the need for more nada And yo, what you know, the love of my lover In need for something more, oh wow OG never knew the creator No dignity, one take the big in his face I woke up, not in the bay, I broke the rhythm Let's let's I, I had a dream, the world was in this dress I gotta wake up, but I don't get up, No dignity, one take the big in his face I woke up, not in the bay, I broke the rhythm Let's let's I, I had a dream, the world was in this dress I gotta wake up, but I don't get up Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go It's Cootie And I got all my friends 
And that was Wakey Wakey. I was just asking about who needs their coffee in the morning. Let me know if you are a coffee fan. Do you need your coffee to wake up? We are talking about travel essentials, what you need in your suitcase, what you take. Maybe you take something in your suitcase that other people don't necessarily think of taking, like an extra kettle or something that you need to press your clothes or anything like that. Let me know. If you're in the chat room, I've actually just shared a little photo of this hand presso coffee pump that I was talking about. Uh, it's a special pump that you can take with you and you can use pods or ground coffee. It's well worth the price if you like your coffee in the morning and you need a bit of wakey wakey. It'll set you back about $69.99 if you want to add that in your suitcase. And I just want to welcome some more hitchhikers into the chat room. Maureen Clemson is here. I'm so pleased to see you today, Maureen. It's made my day. Morning, Hayley, listening on this lovely day, she says. And good morning, Graham. How lovely. What a lovely gif you've shared with us this morning. Uh, thanks, Pops. It says, good morning, Hayley. And uh, morning, Linda Burgess. How are you? And of course, we missed you in the past few weeks, Linda, because you are moving house. So how is the gone? How's the house move gone? Uh, are you doing okay? Linda is saying, morning, Hayley. Looking forward to another great show. Not much pressure then. Thank you. Yikes. And uh, Judith is in the, in the chat room too. Judith Kendi says, rock and roll bride reminds me of one of our crazy line dance competitions. I used to present awards for the craziest and funniest dancers. Dot Nelson, then aged about 78, did that dance dressed as a bride. Great fun. My judges, including Paul McAdam, were literally rolling over, all over the floor with laughter. Ah, oh, fun memories. We remember Paul McAdam, don't we? Wasn't he a star, eh? Uh, great times, great memories. Thanks for sharing that. Right. What do you pack in your suitcase, guys? What do you need to take with you? Is there anything that you can't travel without? I tell you what, I have nightmares about arriving somewhere and having no makeup. That is my biggest fear. Everyone would have to see me in the flesh. And that is a scary thought. I, I've lost my suitcase on many a travels, uh, especially one memory haunts me about when I went to Denmark. And I often pack dance shoes in my uh, carry-on and on this particular occasion I didn't I got there I had no dance shoes I had to borrow dance shoes I had to borrow deodorant um, I can't think what I put in my carry-on but I tell you one thing I did have my makeup that went with me uh, so I was okay there what would you take with you we're looking at my essentials and things that I suggest that we can take I was talking about the coffee pump and now I'm going to talk about the hydro flask because once you've pumped out a cup of black gold from your handy press, the last thing you want to do is end up with an unintentional frappuccino. Now you can save your coffee from going cold with a smart flask and these are a must have. These will only set you back about 20 quid and it will save it from going cold. It will keep it warm or if it's the other way around and you want to keep it hot, this keeps drinks warm for up to six hours or chilled for up to 24 hours and you can get it available in three sizes depending on your level of addiction also different colors too depending on your preference and another must I think is leather walking boots now this is because I've been getting a lot more adventurous on my past adventures but I just think these are an essential and when you buy walking boots guys it's all about the sole indeed they have to be tough enough to handle a scramble but with enough flex to be comfortable. So pick a nice distinct style. You can go with a mid boot or a low hiking shoe, but both of them need the same sole that will take you on whatever terrain you throw at them. And uh, 
these shoes are great I found they're even brilliant for walking around town around theme parks walking shoes are something I never in my youth would have thought you'd have seen me in but now I think they're a must they really are and a good travel backpack is something you need uh, you need something with a tough design long-lasting and a good quality bag especially if you're on a stylish city break you don't want to have your handbag flung over your shoulder however good it looks especially if you've got you know a Michael Kors or, or something really fashionable on your side but you know what a backpack will never do you wrong you can pack all sorts of food and stuff and one of my great purchases this year has been a Kath Kitson foldaway backpack that I can pack in my suitcase and unfold and use for the, just those little trips around on a morning and investigate in whatever may be there or even a theme park break or a walking break I can't wait to use my new backpack and on the list is something again I never thought of taking this away with me it's not something I even contemplated but put it on your list binoculars and uh, it's not just people such as photojournalists or Apollo astronauts that need these. Uh, get yourself a great pair of binoculars. Sure, you can pay up to £400 for a good pair. Uh, Trinovids, for example, are excellent value uh, and you can get these in a very small luxury compact version. But the small version will fit neatly into a shirt pocket or handbag and it may sound like something you may not need but believe me wherever you go in sightseeing they will come in handy whether you're at the ballet or you're just doing a spot of urban twitching it's something that can come in so useful in so many areas and something good to look at and in fact it could even end up being something such as music to your eyes I love this choreography by Derek and Simon. Let's have this one up next. Your music to my eyes. I had to listen just to find you. I like for you to let me sing along. Give you a rhythm you feel I wanna learn your every line I wanna feel your empty spaces I want to play the part to reach your heart Sing you a song that you feel Baby 
and get mixed up on a Monday with Heather Barton. The Monday Mix-Up, 5 till 7pm. Shaker, not stirred. Join DJ Dave Baycroft for the What's On Show. Sundays, live at 5, here on Line Dancer Radio. For all the latest news in the world of dance and what's coming up in the week ahead. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Weekdays, Good morning. 8 to 9.30 a.m. UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. And good morning indeed. We are just looking in the chat room. We have been talking as well about what you would pack in your suitcase. So we're having a little think about what we would take away with us. And uh, I just want to welcome in the chat room Sandra Douglas. Sandra saying morning. For some reason though, Sandra, it says when you come in the chat room, it switches your sound off. That's so annoying, eh? She says she'll listen but not chat. Well, it's lovely to have you join in with us, Sandra. Thank you for coming in here. Uh, lots of different things that you would pack in your suitcase, guys, whether it's a good pair of shoes whether it's your own coffee um and and one thing again i'm getting a suggestion here uh, it says tea bags i take my own tea bags away don't like tea bags from other places don't like tea bags from abroad i only drink yorkshire tea so no matter where i am my suitcase has tea bags in it fantastic uh yeah anything you want to add anything you take let me know let me know if you uh if you if you take anything in particular away if you can't travel without it i would love to know a few more comments popping up here hello monica it's the lovely monica in the chat room of course we were playing monica's dances last week or was it the week before um great great choreographies from you lovely and uh, you say afternoon Haley. love love this music to my eyes all my students enjoy this dance and antoinette also is saying oh i do love music to my eyes awesome movie as well indeed of course we saw lady gaga and bradley cooper in that and that's them actually singing this song who knew bradley cooper had such a great singing voice a very talented pair indeed now we have each week our great explorer quiz yeah now last we're on to our last two adventure packs we have been giving away 10 adventure packs in total they have gone to all parts of the world around europe australia america and i have two left now i'm doing this a little early in the show today and ironically i can see we don't have as many in the chat room as usual and i'm guessing that's because of the beautiful weather outside which i understand but it's great to see we still have a lot of listeners uh, in the house so i'm gonna put these great explorer quiz questions forward feel free to answer and maybe we can find another winner this week so my first question on the great explorer quiz is a nice and easy one i think ready for the first question answers in the chat room if you think you know it just take a guess just take a punt so question number one what is the spanish word for explorer what is the spanish word for explorer i'm going to give you a multiple choice too okay so is it explorateur is it explorador or is it exploratore so which is the spanish word for explorer do you think it's a explorateur do you think it's b explorador or do you think it's c exploratore answers in the chat room i'm gonna play this cracking track next this is one day choreographed by will boss and regina chung and i really like this one have a listen 
If I had just one day left to live Would I take or would I give Would I stand on a mountain With forgiveness on my lips If I had one day left to live Someone is the one Let me bless to do Na holy may you bless me, and may by you feed me, Aduna. Na take away some of my fire, some of my mind that I do not balance. Some of this one in the best you know. If I had just one tear left to cry.
Suma desse one, ben no des, te dunia. just love that track that's a new one on the horizon watch for that choreographed by regina and will there oh isn't it grace and of course if you had just one day left to live what would you do well i'd be exploring that's exactly what i'd be doing because i love my adventures i just asked you a question we are playing the great explorer quiz i get so excited about this part of the show because i love the questions i love to hear all the answers but it was a tough one because a lot of them sounded similar huh i was asking what the spanish word for explorer was uh we had three options, explorador, explorateur, exploratore, and uh, they all they all could be the right answer. So we have some guesses in here. Of course, Maureen, your Spanish is so good, you say explorador, mi amiga. And uh, Antoinette, uh, we were talking as well a little bit before about things to pack in our suitcase. And this is a great comment. She says, whatever you pack, don't forget the sunscreen. And we very, very much so need to do that, especially, especially my daughter, bless her. God bless her heart. Yesterday, she went out and spent the day with her friend. She hadn't seen this friend in 375 days and she'd been counting because it was her best friend, but she forgot the sunscreen and she's looking a little bit pink today. (laughs) It looks really good on her though. (laughs) Jane, you're here. Jane is saying, I'm here, but I'm busy doing card orders. Oh, good luck. Keep you busy on a day like this, Jane. It's great to have you listening in. Uh, Willie Brown, he says, it's Explorador and I only know from Dora the Explorer. Laura. I love that show. I love Dora. I used to watch it with Ava when she was small. And of course, Willie, you have Chico. Uh, and that's a Spanish name because he's half Chihuahua. And uh, I always say, I think I've told this story before, I always chat to my dog in Spanish and it's because he is a Jackawawa. He's half Spanish heritage, right? Half Mexican heritage. Um, I was in the park one day and I'd said this to somebody and I'd got the strangest look. I said, I, I speak Spanish to my dog because he's, he's half Chihuahua. And they just looked at me like I was crazy. and <laughs> I probably am crazy, but I say it very tongue in cheek. I'm just joking. <laughs> But I do speak Spanish to my pup. Um, I'm sure you do the same, Willie, right? He's got a Spanish name, has Chico. Monica, <laughs> love this. I cheated, she says, search Google. May I give the answer here? That's so honest of you, Monica. I reckon um, sometimes we do check Google a little bit, but you you admitted it and I love that. So definitely I will accept your answer. Joan is giving us a hello and uh, Monica has posted the answer and very, very precise because if it's feminine, of course, it would be exploradora like Dora the Explorer and if it's masculine it would be Explorador so uh, definitely um, Linda, you're saying, I'm here, Haley, between visits from workmen, fixing our never-ending snagging issues. Oh, Linda, I'm so sorry to hear that because I know that you've moved and you've had all that upheaval um, and you kind of want everything perfect when you move, don't you? Hopefully that'll be perfect for you soon. Ross Brown is with us too. Hi, he says, good morning, Haley and fellow listeners. I've been tuned in since Wakey Wakey. Quite ironic given how sleepy and sluggish I feel this morning. Oh, wake up, wake up, Ross. He says, I hope everyone is feeling more alert. Um, And he asks me, I think the answer to the question must be explorador. Are the other two answers made from different languages or just made up? What a good question. Well, actually, explorador is Spanish. Uh, Explorateur 
is French. Um, I'm not sure my pronunciation is great on that. I can't switch very well. Explorateur. And uh, Explodatore, Esploratore, instead of the X at the front, is Italian. Esploratore. So there we go. Interesting three different languages but I was looking for the Spanish one indeed so well done everyone who got that right. Uh, Willie is also saying yes Chico is part Chihuahua but he was born in Scotland so need, no need for me to learn Spanish of course. <laughs> yeah that's the sensible view on it I am just absolutely bonkers. Jasper was also born born in England too and it has an English name um, <laughs> and Ross says <laughs> shared a gif in the chat room I'm laughing looking at this he says this is how other dog walkers perceive Haley, <laughs> and there is a very cookie lady there yeah yeah you got it you got it I just like to be a tease uh, but I'm sure they all think I'm absolutely bonkers and definitely I reckon Chico would have a Scottish accent if he could talk <laughs> okay moving on to the second question of the great explorer quiz this is another one I think is pretty easy uh, what is the name of the indigenous people of New Zealand what is the name of the indigenous people of New Zealand? And I'm going to play a little track that is indigenous now. Do you remember this one? Oh, I love this one. Fenua Mohoi. <laughs>
Fenua Mohoi was the dance. I loved that one. I remember learning it back in the day. It was so different. Oh, I loved it. I should bring that one back, definitely. Um, I was asking what the name of the indigenous people of New Zealand is. And of course, the answer is Maori. It is. Well done to those having the correct answers in the chat room, Linda and Maureen. Linda is saying, sorry, don't know the spelling. Well, actually, I think uh, colloquialisms uh, that come from such names like that, I think that there's a lot of different spellings. So uh, you, you're probably right no matter how you spell it, actually. <laughs> and Maureen is saying, I had a wonderful holiday, holiday there two years ago, and we visited a Maori village. Wow, that must have been so amazing. New Zealand looks like such an amazing place. Of course, we've been there in past shows, and uh, it is such one of, one of the most scenic and beautiful countries in the world, which is why uh, uh, Lord of the Rings was filmed there, and it is famed for there. Uh, we should go back there in future weeks, definitely. Welcome, Leslie Kidd. Lovely to have you in the chat room. She says, hi, Hayley. Have you on in the background while I'm working? Oh, that doesn't sound fun, all that work on a day like this, Leslie. But thank you for having us on in the background. All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for your last question in the quiz? Mm, this will be the tell-all. So the question is, which Native American woman famously went on the Lewis and Clark expedition as an interpreter and a guide. Now, I'm going to give you multiple choice for this one as well. Which Native American woman famously went on the Lewis and Clark expedition as an interpreter and a guide? Now, was it A, Pocahontas? Was it B, Sacagawea? Or was it did I say C or was it C, Moana? I'll read those again. Was it A, Pocahontas? Was it B, Sacagawea? Or was it C, Moana? Yeah, one of the three. It was one of the three anyway. I'm going to give you two tracks back to back and let you have a think about this one. Of course, this is the one part in the show where I'm going to sneak in some Disney. You, you knew I was going to do it, right? It was it was for, foreseen. Here we go. We're going to have a bit of Moana and a bit of Pocahontas here. I see what's happening, yeah You're face to face with greatness and it's strange You don't even know how you feel It's adorable Well, it's nice to see that humans never change Open your eyes, let's begin Yes, it's really me, it's Maui, breathe it in I know it's a lot, the hair, the bod When you're staring at a demigod What can I say except Welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky Hey, it's okay, it's okay to welcome I'm just an ordinary demi guy Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled up the sky When you were waddling, yay, hide this guy When the nights got cold, who stole you fire from down below <laughs> Look at him, yo Oh, also I lasso the sun Stretch your days and bring you fun Also I harness the breeze You're welcome to fill your sails and shake your trees So what can I say except you're welcome For the islands I pulled from the sea There's no need to pray, it's okay You're welcome, ha! I guess it's just my way of being me You're welcome, you're welcome Well, come to think of it Honestly, 
I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon. The tide, the grass, the ground. Oh, that was Maui just messing around. I killed a eel. I buried its guts. Sprouted a tree. Now you got coconuts. What's the lesson? What does it take away? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestry here in my skin is a map of the victories I win. Look where I've been. I make everything happen. Look at them. Me, me, Maui. Just take it down. This is Steve Healy, and I'm a proud founding member of the Line Dance Foundation. Remember, someone somewhere is dealing with a crisis and may need to reach out. You can help by making the LDF your adopted charity of choice for as little as £1, $1 or €1 a month. You will give us the resources to offer a helping hand to those in our community who reach out in times of need. It's simple. Visit linedancefoundation.com and click on Proud Members. There you can complete your secure application and pledge. 
However much you can give, big or small, will help us to continue to assist those who reach out. Thank you for joining the LDF Members Club. With Ross Brown. Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 pm, here on Line Dancer Radio. Yes, Ross will be with you as soon as I finish today at 12, so stay tuned. Can you believe those two back to back tracks? Did you know that first track, the Moana one, it was actually The Rock? That's The Rock singing. How awesome is that? Who knew he could sing? It's craziness. Um, my comments here are just loading. Uh, my last question was which Native American woman famously went on the Lewis and Clark expedition as an interpreter and guide? Was it Pocahontas? Was it Sacagawea? Or was it Moana? Now I really cheated here actually because I played you a Moana track and a Pocahontas track and the answer was actually Sacagawea. How confusing. It was going to be one of them. They're the three famous Native American women in history. Um, but yet, yeah, when Lewis and Clark engaged in Charbonneau as an uh, engaged Charbonneau as an interpreter for their expedition in 1804, it was with the understanding that Sacagawea would also accompany them. Aside from her value as an interpreter, they expected her mere presence to speak well of them to the Indians that they would encounter along the way. So there we go. She was kind of like a spokeswoman all that time ago. Um, they had them back then. It, it always fashionable to, ha to have a native with you, I guess. Um, great, great answers in the chat room. Fantastic. Russ Brown says um, about this was about the previous question, of course, the indigenous people of New Zealand. He said, I think it's Maori. <laughs> and he's put a picture of Maori. Definitely not Maori. He says, I still love Fenua Mahoi. Um, and Antoinette got that correct too, Maori's from New Zealand. Um, Ross, uh, he says, I love singing Fenua, but I do wonder if the fact that I just make up the noises that sound like the words is offensive to the native speakers. You maybe don't want to enter New Zealand singing that song, perhaps, who knows, uh, indeed. Um, I'm still looking at these answers coming up. I'm still going to have to uh, just have a quick look through here to see that there's answers still coming in at the moment. Uh, fantastic. Antoinette had it right. Joan. Uh, Linda had suggested Pocahontas, but then said, can I change my mind to Saka, Sacagawea? Uh, let me see. Um, Pocahontas guest there. Um, Willie Brown is saying, I have to head off now, Haley. Enjoy the rest of your show. Thank you. And Ross Brown has said, on 5 Sing 7 8, I was struggling to work out who the raccoon could be, so I guessed it was you, Haley, as they sang a Disney song in their first performance. Ah, now I missed some of the results of that. Who was it? Who was the raccoon in the end, Ross? Let us know. Um, and Jim, I'm so sorry. He says, um, did you change your clocks and no one told me? <gasps> oh, Jim, I'm so sorry. I actually thought, you know, here we go. Two back-to-back -back Disney songs and Jim's not in the house. What's going on here? And we did. We changed our clocks in the UK. They went back. I actually forgot. I thought, wow, I've slept in quite well today. But no, the clocks went back. I'm so sorry, Jim. I'm in trouble. He says, oh, man, Haley's going to ground me or make me write on the chalkboard. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll let you off. Um, great, great answers. Welcome to the chat room, Jean Robinson too. Morning, Haley, and listeners have been tuned in, but first chance to get on Facebook. And Sandra Burns, she says, I knew it was Sacagawea because she was featured in A Night at the Museum. 
with Robin Williams. Of course, I remember that movie. She was beautiful in that movie too. Um, okay, I'm going to play you another song coming up. Um, we're going to go next to well-being. Uh, let me see. Uh, actually, first of all, I'm just looking. I'm seeing the answers of this chat room. I'm so overwhelmed by all these answers. Uh, we have two correct ones from Maureen at the start and two correct ones from Linda at the end. And I'm hoping I haven't missed anyone else that it's Maureen and Linda that are head-to-head with two correct answers. So what I'm going to say is those are our winners for to- this week. I'm going to make joint winners for our last two packs, uh, Maureen and Linda. So Maureen Clemson and Linda Burgess, if you want to inbox me your address at the end of the show, uh, Uh, we will make you joint winners of our final two adventure packs. All right, moving on. Well-being. I wanted to take us somewhere this week that would help us relax. I wanted to take us somewhere that would be beautiful and sunny and just get us in the mood for the upcoming summer. And of course, we're in the 20s now, the swinging 20s, but this is the new being in your 20s. This decade is going to take us back to what it feels like to be 20 as we go to all the best wellness hotels in the world and kick our health, kickstart our health. Um, so let's have a little bit of that in a minute. While we're looking at 20s, I'm going to take us back to a song that reminds me of 20s last century. What a great century of music we've had. This is a great track. This is a Kate Salad dance and it's Sister Kate. Sister Kate, shake it like a bowl of jelly on a plate. My mama wanted to know last night how Sister Kate could do it all so nice. Now all the boys in the neighborhood, the Katie could shimmy and it's mighty good. Well, maybe late, but I'll be up to date when I can shimmy like my Sister Kate. Oh yeah, shake it like my Sister Kate. Sister Kate, I love this bit at the end. Listen. Uh. 
Oh, didn't play for me. I tell you what, I have to apologise. I don't know what is with me today. I'm af I've absolutely lost the plot. This is not this is not a normal me. Uh, Graham Kennedy's just said, Haley. I don't know about you, but my clock went forward, not back. Just saying. Of course they did. Of course they did, Graham. Of course they did. I'm going crazy. And I also said that that last track was a choreography from Kate Sala. It must have been the Kate in my head because it's a Ria Voss dance. Ah, ay, what is up with me? I tell you what, let's move on. I definitely need some rest and relaxation. So this next next part of the show is something that should definitely be well welcomed in my life. Uh, Sandra Burns says it's tea time. Oh, Sandra, you're only here for 15 minutes. Oh, we better make it a good 15 minutes. I better make sure I have my head screwed back on. Well done, Linda Burgess. A great oh yeah, Jif. Uh, remember to shoot me your address at the end of the show. And hello and welcome, Suzanne. Suzanne is here too. Good morning, Haley and fellow listeners. 8.33pm here in Adelaide. So good evening to you indeed. All right, time to go and relax. Certainly, you can tell that I need it today. Uh, we are going to go to the best well-being resorts in the world. So I'm going to recommend you some places that you may want to travel to when traveling is allowed. Although looking at these prices, I don't think I'm going to be heading to any of these places anytime soon. But one, number one on the list, a top place you can go to, and you may not think of going to a resort to relax in Vietnam, but certainly it is a great place to find peace and tranquility. Uh, it is uh, a, a certain place here, uh, the Banyan Tree is a great place to head to, but there's lots of different resorts you can head to there. Uh, I've done some research into this and the resorts there are just fantastic. Sandwiched between sea and mountains in central Vietnam and the Banyan Tree uh, Lang Company invites you to try their relaxing spa treatments. Uh, they have this unique blend of local kajaput oil, sesame oil and clarity oil to stimulate the blood circulation there and relieve the joint pain when you head for a massage. You can go also and take a shower under the trickling tropical rain mist, which is uh, one place it's, it's unique to in the world. And it apparently soothes the skin and muscles with every drip. It's been said to heal aches and pains that people have had for years. And uh, before therapists can then come and knead away the aches and pains, you can have this shower and refresh yourself and go to a lot of luxury hideaways in that particular part of the world. And in fact, just a short sail away from the main resorts there are three UNESCO World Heritage Sites. So if you're like me that would like to relax and chill, but would also enjoy some exploring, this would be the place from you, for you. <laughs> Dare I tell you how much it costs? Uh, well, seven nights bed and breakfast would take cost you around £1,779, but hey, that includes flights, not too bad when you're heading out to Vietnam. Number two on my list would be heading to Australia. Uh, the Byron at Byron Bay in Australia is top of the list for relaxing resorts. Round out a beach holiday on this north so, um, this north coast uh, with a couple of days at this place. Uh, it's called the Byron. Uh, you can step into the relaxed Australian ambience and you can feel the, the stress of the world slip away. If you're heading out to Australia, book into this place. It's perfectly situated in landscape tropical gardens, 
with beautiful standalone suites, 92 of them to be exact, and everything is decorated in cool white, natural wood. It's just the perfect place to restore balance in your life. Uh, lots of different treatments there too. Uh, coming from around the world, you can have a Hawaiian massage to a Moorish mud mask, and the resort has 45 acres of tropical rainforest attached to it, which is ideal for the Japanese art of Shinrin-yoku, which is also known as forest bathing. It sounds great to me. And number three on my list for places to go and relax, you may want to head out here, it's St. Lucia. Give us your body for a week and we'll give you back your mind is the logo of the Body Holiday Resort in St. Lucia. That sounds great. Uh, this has been the mission of this award-winning resort since the 1980s. So their long-standing commitment to wellness is very much so tried and tested. And if you like to be active, there's lots of sports and activities here too. Of course, there's the spa and uh, guests are more likely to be running along the beach or practicing yoga, sailing or scuba diving than they are to be enjoying a facial here. But they do those too. In that place, it's just they do everything. The secluded sands of the beach there, of course, will contribute to a truly Caribbean ambience and it just sounds like it has the whole shebang. I am relaxing just talking about this. I hope you are enjoying the thought of it too. Uh, let me just tell you that last resort, seven nights all inclusive, will cost you from around £1,999 including flights. If you're heading to the Australia one, it's about £319. That's for three nights. So these are the prices you're looking at for relaxation. Aye, but you can definitely enjoy them and indefinitely they will be worth the money if you come out your new self. Give me your body for a week and I'll give you back your mind. I love the thought of it. This next one is heart, body and soul. Will you give me everything I ever wanted? Close to falling 
That's what we're talking about. We're talking about relaxing our heart, body and soul and chilling out. Definitely. I need that today. I don't know why my head isn't screwed on this morning. Uh, But Ross Brown has said uh, in the chat room, I'm just going to post this again, lol. And it's our very lovely kooky lady there. That is exactly how I feel this morning. I think it's because I haven't had breakfast. Is that a good enough excuse? I didn't eat breakfast this morning. and I normally do on a Wednesday morning. Some great gifs from Suzanne in the chat room. Ah, lovely shimmies from actress Betty White in that gif there. And of course we have R2D2. I'm loving them. Uh, Ross Brown is also saying, I'm sure I've seen a picture of Kate Sala dressed up as a sister or a nun. So that would be perfect for Sister Kate. Uh, Remember guys, I said it was a Kate Sala dance. It isn't. It's a Rhea Voss dance, Sister Kate is. But my head isn't screwed on this morning. I'm going to go and take you on some more relaxing trips. In fact, I just tried to post a picture of one of the places, one of the resorts in the chat room. No matter what I did, it came up sideways. I'm definitely having one of those days. So next, I'm going to take you back to Australia. The place is called Heaven Springs. Now, there's a heaven near me. I wish it was this close. Uh, It's in Dalesford in Australia, though. And if you're planning a trip to Melbourne... Why not end your city break with a few nights in this particular resort? It's uh, Dalesford itself is one of Australia's few spa towns and not only a wellness retreat, but actually an architectural marvel. Heaven Springs puts the hip into healthy holidays. The stunning guest rooms are a mix of cool, modern style and, uh, and, and chicness. And the spa lays on steam, hot water and refreshing mineral treatments. Oh, that sounds good. And the magnificent surroundings are as restful as a full-body massage in themselves. Deep in the forest on the edge of the Heben Regional Park, you will definitely feel at one with nature if you stop off at this particular resort. And again, if you want to know the prices of this, if you want to plan it, three nights will cost you from £369. Second on my list now, or fifth I should say, is the Shangri-La Resort and Spa in the Maldives. And this is privacy in paradise. It really doesn't get much more secluded than a heart-shaped atoll in the middle of the Indian Ocean. There are 132 villas here, each with their own pool and beachfront location. Six restaurants to indulge in. And they even managed to fit in a nine-hole golf course too. Now, this is just showing off, I tell you. But 
Definitely, the Chi Spa will really suit those who have come to focus on wellness. There's a strong Ayurvedic theme which reflects on Indian heritage of the Maldives. So, mind and body will be treated in equal measure. I love Ayurveda. Uh, this is a special diet, of course, which depends on your body type and your emotional type that believes the connectivity of, of your body, of what you put in your body and your soul, your food. Uh, great I love it I love it I could go on about that but it's it's we're just chilling today we're just looking at different ways to relax and certainly not thinking about what we eat right now is uh, is going to relax us because my diet's going terrible anybody else have a new year diet on the horizon Ikes, mine is not going good. So I'm going to just recommend one more place. And this is because I've always wanted to visit Thailand. I've never been to Thailand, but it is a distinctly Thai place in style. It is the Amatara Wellness Resort in Phuket. Uh, Amatara is a multi-award winning a multi-award winner in the wellness world and uh, if you have a look at it it's easy to see why uh, the Andaman Sea laps at the gracefully curved beach where it sits and they have a very holistic approach to health and well-being and guests tend to just leave feeling fully rejuvenated at the end of this day there's a secluded pool a sea view suite if you want it and you can appreciate the benefits of a truly authentic time massage Ah, oh, take me there, guys. Take me there. Wherever there is and there's sunshine, I'm there. Is anyone thinking about a spa break after this is all over? I mean, we don't need to go this far. This spa's local to us, I'm sure. But does this sound good to you? While we dwell on that, I'm going to take you to a place in the sun. Here's a bit of Engelbert. Like a Gentle to be free Move. 
place in the sun. Oh wow, it's so sunny out there today and I've just been talking about how my head's not in the game today. Um, it's because I haven't had breakfast, that's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. Some great gifs in the chat room from Joan and one from Ross who says, it must be someone in the house who could quickly grab you a couple of slices of toast, slap a cream egg on it for good measure. That sounds delicious. Mm. Cream egg time of the year. We're going to be talking a little bit about Easter at the end of the show because of course it's Easter week and that has totally ruined my diet. My diet has gone down the pan but for now we're just going to skip to two more resorts which are going to just relax and chill us. We've been talking about the resorts, the best resorts in the world or the hot list of recommended resorts and Six Senses Fiji Malolo Island is my next recommendation. If there's a further flung island than Fiji, we'd like to find it because here you are definitely away from it all. But the surroundings here give you something extra. Villas with private pools, sounds good to me, outdoor showers and baths, and your own deck from which to view the lush garden setting and the calm waters of the South Pacific. And that is before we even get to the spa. A strong focus indeed on local natural products combined with fitness sessions and yoga should see you emerge blinking into the sunlight. And my last little recommendation is a tiny little spot in the Indian Ocean. Kiva has been a refuge throughout the ages. In fact, Arab traders took shelter here en route to the Far East and today you can do the same only in more comfortable surroundings. Situated in a UNESCO biosphere reserve in the Bar Atoll, the Anantara combines the classic appeal of the Maldives with sweets on stilts and an underwater restaurant, yes, an underwater restaurant, with a world-class spa. So this is definitely my top pick of the day. The treatment rooms are over the water too. So actually you can contemplate a bit of snorkeling while you're having a massage. Sounds so good. Now what I'd love to know if you're in the chat room still, what is your place where you go to relax? I would love to know where your place is you relax, whether it's your bedroom, your back garden, perhaps somewhere local you go to chill, your local park. Where, where is your place? You know, even if it's just perhaps when you get your nails done, that's your you time. Or if you're a gentleman, perhaps it's it's somewhere playing golf or maybe you just like walks in the forest and that's your place. I'd love to know. I'd love to know in the chat room where your favorite place is. I'm going to play you this next one while we ponder it. This is called Eos. The dance is called Eos. It's, of course, a Spanish word which means them. And it's choreographed by Penny Tan, Yus Winson, and Adeline Aid. All right, listen to this one, guys. See if you recognize the tune.
pisotearon, pero matamos el sueño y lo lograron. Desaceleraron con la suya, pensaron. Pero al final se equivocaron. Te pinta como fuerza, sin darle reversa. Llega pa' ti, pa' todo lo que tú piensas. Demasiado cotorra tengo en la cabeza. Ustedes valen 500, yo pica pollo de that is called if you want to check out that dance did you recognize the song years ago i remember in my youth that song coming out and blue baba dee ba da da i don't even know if those are the right words but i remember i remember the blue guy it was fantastic and a few years ago darren bailey brought out one to a country version he brought out a dance called bud light blue and he loved it i think i taught it at an event actually and it was great and then now we have this new kind of latino version so very very uh exciting to see so many takes on one particular song how cool is that uh which one do you prefer though do you prefer the latin do you prefer the country i'm gonna come back to the chat room and see how we're doing hitchhikers we're talking about places that we relax we've just done all the top spa recommendations but now where is your place where is your local place in your house or near your house or somewhere you like to go just to have you time is it even with a good book perhaps uh welcome david hoyne he's just chatted and said hello great to have you with us and jim is saying uh he would happily get toast for me oh but he wouldn't guarantee it would get to the kitchen because of my pup he shared a picture of my doggy there in the chat room uh, and a great gif ah so talking about our relaxing places suzanne has put in the chat room my place is in my craft room making cards and i have some pictures in the chat room if you're there check them out of such beautiful cards created by suzanne what a talent absolutely gorgeous um i can see how that would be relaxing although i just have no patience so i i admire anyone who can be crafty like that joan order saying the conservatory is her chill room but she's making a spare room into a tranquil room for meditation that sounds lovely joan will you be doing yoga in there too i love a bit of yoga ross brown is saying that he can't believe how many versions of the blue song are out there which of course we were talking about it's crazy right ross he says there's the original euro pop choice yep uh the one which i uh 
I don't know what the words are, um, but he says he's heard the purely country version too, and now there's this Latin one, of course. Ah, fantastic, guys. Which which version do you like, though, Ross? Which is your favourite? I'm surprised how much I really like that last one. I hope the dance really does well for those guys, because it's cracking. Okay, let's just go on to our relaxing places. If you have anywhere to add that is your relaxing place, let me know. I was thinking about how much I like to walk in the woods. Really, really do like it. And I found out some facts this week about the Wood Wide Web. Yeah, we all love a good gossip, right? Well, apparently woodlands are no different. Thanks to a vast network of underground fungi, trees can send each other messages and swap nutrients from their roots. No, I'm not kidding. They actually have this underground network which totally tops our World Wide Web, this Wood Wide Web, um, and apparently old mother trees, as they're nicknamed, can even send sugars to young saplings. I love it, I love it. The woodlands looking out for each other. And uh, it's great to know that all this happens in the roots. Talking of which, do you remember the Tina Argyle choreography that is Roots? A Zac Brown band song. I loved this one. My class loved it too. Roots. My first best friend was a six string took him with me everywhere I go when I was 18 bought a Dodge van found a drummer and made the road my home ooh I wouldn't change a thing it made the man I Tavern playing with my band. We start the show with a round of whiskey. We play our hearts out and wish it never ends. Ooh, I wouldn't change a thing. It made the man I
your stronger roots. Bringing you the hottest dances from Asia. Join Philip Tuesdays, 12 till 2 p.m. for Asia In Line, the heart of Asia. Do you miss Line Dancer magazine? Then get ready to go back in time. Timelines with Dave Morgan. Mondays, 9pm UK time, exclusively on Line Dancer Radio. Ah, I love Roots and uh, Joan Order saying in the chat room that she loves this dance too. We did play that blue mix before. It's a new dance called Aos. I asked which was your favourite. Ross Brown says, the original is my favourite by far as it holds family memories. We went to Blackpool for my birthday one year and we were at the Pleasure Beach. The blue song was played over the sound system at least once an hour. The song reminds me of that family holiday. That's nice. I love it when songs can bring back nice memories. Don't you just love it? Um, and that Roots one just, just reminds me of being with my class and just enjoying dancing with them, my Monday class. And uh, Ross Brown is saying, uh, given how long the hairdressers have been closed for, there must be lots of natural Roots showing. He says, is that not what the song is about? <laughs> Mine are, I tell you. I've got so many more grey hairs than I used to have. Now, where is your relaxing place? I'd love to know. We were talking about the forest. We're talking about different places, whether it's your craft room, a meditation room. And wow, there is a beautiful picture in the chat room here. I have to read out this comment because I'm mesmerized by the photo. This is from Antoinette Saylor here. And she says, my favorite relaxing place in SA is sitting on the veranda at my son's B&B in Coffee Bay. And this is called the Wild Coast, watching the cows and horses on the beach oh my goodness what an amazing photograph i think we all need to head to your son's b&b because that's just great look at those views um and he says uh, uh, antoinette says as well she says here in england it's in my garden oh my goodness wonderful pictures thank you so much antoinette for sharing those with us fantastic wow um i love my garden too you know i took up gardening in lockdown um, and I've just planted my first daffodils this year. I've just planted my first hyacinths. My hydrangeas I planted last year, they're just starting to grow. I would love to know if there's any other gardeners in the chat room um, and what you're planting this year. If you are thinking of doing some jobs in the garden, spring is the best time to do some prudent pruning. Uh, gooseberries, red currants, and black currants need pruning now to keep them productive, but leave cherries, plums, and apricots until the summer because otherwise they can get infected by their leaves. Just some little tips here, I guess. Groundwork. Early peas don't like to be in the ground too cold, so, you know, place a cover over the soil to warm it up a few weeks before sowing. Um, you can sow now, actually, in March. It's a good time. And lilies. I planted two lilies in my garden last year. Now, I don't know if they'll grow back this year, but if you do have bulbs, now is the time to plant them so that you can enjoy the vibrant floral displays in the springtime. Um, and, and one of the lilies you may want to think about is the skyscraper variety because apparently you can get magnificent six foot tall blooms i can't imagine it uh but but sounds great so here's the garden tips for today if you have anything you're planting i'd love to know my back garden i'm keeping very oriental i've got a few japonicas um and a fatsia japonica growing there um antoinette is saying dahlia's hayley winners all the way definitely well i planted my first ones last year and i have the bulbs 
Um, what time of year will you be planting yours, Antoinette? Will, will they go in the ground soon, your dahlias or dahlias, depending how you pronounce this uh, and what part of the world you're from? Um, but yes, uh, Antoinette says they're winners all the way and I agree such beautiful flowers and they can grow pretty tall too am I right uh, Joan is saying she's been putting herbs and replanted my tropical trees that sounds amazing I've also just started a herb garden so feel free to give me some tips Joan oh my goodness we have a pro in the chat room Steve Rutter has checked in and uh, Steve you know I have come to you for advice about dahlias in the past or dahlias I should say um, and he says I'm listening in Haley. hope you're well wow you've grown in gardening knowledge I'm very impressed oh thank you Steve uh, I have about a thousand questions I could ask you but I won't do it live on the radio <laughs> you may hear from me uh, we should have a gardening spot with Steve that would be a great idea for a show uh, all those tips we have I like that idea idea um but yeah i've i've planted some some little um in sown some indoor seeds as well this year that i'm not sure really when to transfer them to my garden so that is one of my big questions i don't know when to get those moved uh yeah garden what will your gardens look like this year? In fact, I saw Amy Christian posted on Facebook about her garden. There's a lot of garden posts coming up and I just find it really interesting. I really, really do. Uh, while we're thinking on this, if you have anything else to add, I'd love to know what your garden looks like at this time of year and what you're planning for it to look like during the summer. Let's have a bit of scootily. This one's for you, Jim. It's a rose garden.
rose garden and we're talking gardens in the chat room i love this i love looking at these garden pictures that are popping up here fantastic uh steve Rett was saying if anyone has any questions do fire away uh steve is is a very very knowledgeable when it comes to gardening i have asked him a few questions as i've been taking up gardening uh, ross brown's first question number one hi steve how do i plug in the lawnmower i like it <laughs> uh steve says ross First, you turn on the hose, give the plug a good soaking, then wait a few minutes and make a cup of coffee with an after-dinner mint. <laughs> While you wait, then plug in. You should find you'll never have to mow the lawn again. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> and, of course, after-dinner mint. That is, a, that is a private joke. Crystal Boot Awards one year, uh, me and Ross. Well, no, Ross. I was just a spectator putting after-dinner mint in uh, Steve's coffee, and he enjoyed it. He loved it. He didn't know. He just knew he liked the, co- the flavour. Um, Joan Ord is saying, I love my oriental theme uh, in my tranquil room. Uh, it's going to be oriental theme. Um, she says, so any tips? Let me know. We're going to have to cover that on a future show, definitely. Uh, decor, gardening, I love it. Uh, Antoinette is saying, by the end of April, she's going to plant her dahlias. And she says, so many to choose from, and you can get more and more. Wait until the frost's over. At the end of April, they say, I'm going to follow that advice. Thank you very much, Antoinette. I have my bulbs ready to go. They're just last year's bulbs. Um, one thing I fit, couldn't figure out is where to plant them. I didn't know whether to plant them kind of all together or scattered out. Um, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. We definitely need a show about this, I think, don't we? Um, great pictures. Steve is saying, here's our garden now. That's looking amazing with the shed and the greenhouse too. Um, and Ross Brown is saying about the dance. I think Rose Garden is in my top 10 dances of all time. Don't get to dance it that often though. Indeed, it's fantastic choreography by Joe Thompson. She is amazing. Joe Nord is saying, my back garden is behind the twin garage in the pots. Uh, my front is very minimal. And she shared a lovely photo there too. Uh, Jim, of course, I did say that was for you, Jim. And he says, no, no, I understand. I was late. I will take my punishment like a man. I also avoid it like a DJ and mute my speakers and watch the clock to know when to unmute. Jim is not a Scooter Lee fan at all. Um, so I love playing them for him, of course. Uh, fantastic pictures here as well Antoinette your garden my goodness it is beautiful look at that cherry blossom tree in the middle and all the gorgeous pots I am enamored by these gardens guys they're all amazing in here Linda has just moved into her house but she says we've got a bit of gardening to do Haley, as we took lots from our old garden and you can see all the beautiful pots ready to go um, now I, I love that as well because I often wonder if I ever move house there's certain plants I don't want to leave behind and that's a great example of how you can take your favorites with you so thank you for that picture too Linda um, as always I'm running out of time I have this whole part of the show about Easter with it being Easter week about things that we can do and Easter traditions but you know what I'm like I chatter away I lose my time and I've done it yet again uh, first of all I just want to recommend some Easter hunts for adults now it's great fun isn't it when you can set up an Easter trail for the kids but what happens when the kids are getting a little bit old as my kids are I won't be doing Easter hunts for many a year in fact my older two really just do it to keep the little one company because they're teenagers now my son is 16 wow he's a man um, but just some ideas if you want to have some fun at home do it do it uh, some recommendations I found online have a bath bomb Easter egg hunt that sounds great because I love my bath bombs um, a crafty Easter egg hunt now this is a great idea gather your friends allowing if it is allowed in gardens of course for a crafty hunt now what you can do is put all the supplies they need to make something specific around the garden and everyone can search the yard for these 
particular materials and supplies and at the end they can put together a fantastic Easter craft. Doesn't this sound like a fun idea to do with your friends? So that's something you can do if you want to have a little Easter party. Another one is the Easter white elephant. Yep, this is a kitschy activity but it can work especially for an adult friendly Easter. You can buy your gag gift like you would with a normal white elephant gift exchange. If you've never done that it's just it's a little bit like a secret Santa. You buy a gift. The difference with the white elephant is that usually it's something that you take from your own home that you don't need anymore. So something more of a gag gift that you definitely don't need. You wrap it up and you pass it forward. But for this Easter special, you could buy your gift or take it from your home, write the name on it on a slip of paper and stuff it inside maybe an egg shape or something hidden. Once these eggs, etc. have all been hidden, instruct the friends to find them and they can snag only one with absolutely no peeking. If you don't write the name on, then it means they can have whichever one they find, or you can put the names on to make it more difficult, and everyone's physical present, present swapping will be just brilliant fun, lots of snickering and lots of laughs and a great idea. And another idea I like, of course, the Easter egg drinking game. Um, make sure all your attendants, of course, are over 18 or 21 if you're in the States. And with a drink in hand, look for some maybe cute plastic eggs, each containing instructions of how many sips you have to take. You could even make it like a never have I ever theme and write prompts in it like never have I ever, say, lied to my children or put gum under the table or something like this. And if the finder is guilty when they find that egg, they have to drink. I like the idea. Another thing is a scrambled Easter egg hunt. And this could be, uh, say, like for me, if you have older kids, you can give the traditional hunt the Freaky Friday treatment. Let the kids hide their requests. So it could be something like, say, fewer chores or make my favorite dinner. And they could hide them and the parents have to do the hunting. But beware, parents, because you are on the hook uh, for whatever you find means you have to stick to it. It can be fun. I'm going to see if I've got some time to talk about Easter traditions. We are running out of time. Um, this seemed like a perfect track to play. This is a choreography by Oscar Ta uh, Takak, and it's called Big Fat Rabbits. <laughs> the song is Shotgun Boogie. Big Fat Rabbits is the name of the dance by the holiday band. Just perfect for our upcoming Easter week. <laughs> Shotgun blast, shotgun boogie. Shotgun boogie. I done saw your tracks. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Look out, Mr. Rabbit, when I cock my hammer back. Well, over on the ridge is a scaly bark. Hickory nuts so big, you can see them in the dark. The big fat squirrels, they scratch and they fight. Well, I'll be on that ridge before. Daylight Shotgun Boogie
That was a great Easter track. Of course, as usual, I have all these facts lined up about Easter traditions. Uh, We were going to talk about maybe dyeing Easter eggs, which I love the tradition of, the Easter bunny, where the chocolate hollow bunnies come from, Easter baskets, hot cross buns, uh, sunrise services, Easter ham. Uh, But I, I I do this, I chatter away, I run out of time, typical me. And of course, we have the lovely Ross Brown on in just a moment, and I'm going to hand you over to him. So I must say goodbye to you for another day. But some great comments in the chat room thank you so much i really think after chatting away we need to have a show about gardening i think it would just be ideal um antoinette is saying you can grow anything in pots so true and uh i'd love to know more about transferring them that's what i'm thinking about things that transfer well uh ross brown is saying um that thanks uh, for announcing the prank of course he says uh, we previously took joint ownership of that prank but now you're blaming it all on me with it being announced on the radio it means i'm the official and only culprit <laughs> oh no ross I'll, I'll take ownership but you know you're the brains behind every scheme that's the problem <laughs> uh no it was great fun definitely definitely i could have said something and i didn't but uh we, we love you, Steve. We love you. That was my very first Crystal Boots back after a long time. And you guys made me smile. You kept me so happy that night. I love you guys. Uh, brilliant pictures popping up in the chat room too. Lovely one from Maureen here. Pics of my garden last year. Look at these beautiful flowers. I have planted lilies in pots and have sweet peas in trays in the conservatory. Uh, brilliant. I, I need to figure out when to trans- the, transfer these into the garden from pots. Uh, definitely coming back to it lovely pictures from Joan here great great comments from Ross saying he saw an easter egg hunt where they had bottles of wine that sounds perfect to me and I'm going to enjoy looking through these pictures in just a moment I will be back next week next Wednesday same as usual for more travels and more chatter and uh, thank you so much for joining me today it'll be as soon as one two three but until then enjoy the shows for the rest of the week Ross is with you very shortly and have a great easter weekend enjoy your chocolate everybody bye for now Thank you.
piece of shh. You rubbed in your dirt and everyone's hurt. You know how to be a ¿Dónde están tus modales que no aprendiste ni a saludar? Parece que hoy me gustas un poco más. Taught by some of the world's most loved instructors and choreographers. Saturdays, 2 p.m. UK time. 